What is up, you guys? Welcome to 10 Pin Life Podcast number 11 with Tim Mack. This was recorded on January 14th when I was down at the Players' Championship during practice day. So it's a little bit later, but I wanted to kind of hold off on this one because I actually needed some time to digest on it. Because uh, as you'll learn uh, in this conversation, Tim is actually uh, my favorite bowler in the world. When I was growing up, uh, you know, I, I watched a lot of PBA bowling back and it was with Denny's and Lumber Liquidators and all that stuff. And Tommy Jones was coming up and Chris Barnes was, uh, dominating Walter and Mike Scroggins and, uh, Patrick Allen, Danny Wiseman, Doug Kent, all these awesome names. And, uh, when that was all happening, who you didn't hear about was Tim Mack, at least domestically, because Tim was bowling all over the world. He is widely considered the best amateur bowler that has ever put shoes on, and he has titles in like a hundred some odd countries. It's unbelievable, the uh, resume that Tim has. But the other thing, and this was probably the most notable thing about everybody that I've talked to since this event and just been able to network with and all that sort of stuff is, uh, Tim, Tim, Tim is certainly was, but is a great bowler, but he's an even better person. Um, Tim won the Dick Weber award, which is the global ambassador for the sport. Um, it is one of the most prestigious awards you can actually win in bowling. And he, uh, was, uh, bestowed that honor a couple years ago. And it is something that is extremely well-deserved. Um, nobody has ever had anything bad to say about Tim Mack, at least to me. And his passion for our game is, frankly, it's unmatched. So I hope that kind of shines through in this conversation and you guys can get a little bit of a glimpse on how much impact one person with that much passion can make on the sport. Before we get into it, I do want you to know that this episode is sponsored by the 10-Pin Toolkit. One of the coolest things that they have in their premium features is in their angles and targeting tool, they've got the two-dimensional view, which you can get for free, but in the premium version, there is a three-dimensional view. So not only can you overlay patterns on the lane, you can also do it in a three-dimensional way. So you can actually see kind of what ball motion would look like in different areas as you adjust the variables that are in that over the pattern and actually see the ball kind of go down the lane. So uh, when they talk about visualizing your shot, it actually does all the work for you. 10-Pin Toolkit is filled with different tools and resources for you to help your game and maybe somebody that you're coaching. So if you're interested in checking it out, I have a link in the description below. But that's enough out of me. Let's get to it. This is 10-Pin Life Podcast number 11 with Tim Mack. Tim Mack. Um if you weren't aware, which you shouldn't be, because we just met uh, eight minutes ago. Yeah, we have. Um, like your haircut, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, since 2016, you have been my favorite bowler in the entire world. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, so when you bowled up at uh, uh, Bowl Portland or yeah, but, but Portland, Bayside, um, dur- I don't remember the name of the events, but that was like. It was, a, it was the match play challenge, you know? Yeah. It was a. A PBA match play challenge, a PBA title online. Yep. So Yep. Um, and I knew that you had kind of been struggling with the knee and you powered through it. And it was like, it was the most intense that I have ever seen somebody in, a, in like a controlled sort of way. And then you know, I, I believe that Phil was up there calling it yeah, and like just telling the story. And I'm just like, this is so awesome. Because I'm intense too, right? Sure. And then he's telling a story about Penn State and kind of all the stuff, you know, when you were, uh, you know, back in the mid-2000s about going all over the world and winning. It's like, 
this is freaking cool. <laughs> um, so f- that's that's how I wanted to start off this conversation, and that's why I'm, like I said, a little bit nervous. No, no, no. Listen, I, let me let me walk you through it. Yeah. Um, first off, thanks for having me on the yeah. uh, on the uh, on the show. This is great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for doing what you're doing for bowling. Yeah, you know that's the most important thing, obviously. Yep. Um, I think uh, you know it's exciting times. Obviously, uh, the more people we get talking about bowling, the better it is for our sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you referenced, you know, in 2016 is is the, uh, you know, the match play challenge up there, and I wasn't even going to bowl. I wasn't going to bowl. Yeah. The, I wasn't going to bowl the event. Um, Jimmy Callahan, Del Ballard talked me into bowling. I said, "All right, we'll bowl. You know, we'll go ahead and give it a go because it was match play. I've been battling the injuries, what have you. Um, I had surgery scheduled on Tuesday uh, to get 17 tumors out of my chest and stomach, and we didn't know at the time whether they were good or bad." because my family has fought uh, cancer uh, in, in my family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and lo and behold, you know, um, you know, they do the draw. And I remember it vividly because I, I wasn't doing much bowling because my, my, my body was failing me. And uh, I was changing direction on the, uh, on the work side, really trying to get involved on, uh, you know, uh, I've been with Storm Products now. This is my 27th year. So uh, I was really trying to get involved in, in some of the other areas and aspects of the company. And uh, that was really the focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and bow, bowling was really on the back burner. But, uh, you know, I felt like I could still have a chance to win. And, you know, first match, I draw my name and uh, I draw Chris Barnes. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, bring it on. Everybody's like, oh, you got to bowl Chris. I said, no, I think, you know, I, Listen, I've known Chris since 1988. Right. He's one of the greatest to ever put his shoes on. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the best in my generation ever. Yeah. You know, he is in the pantheons of, of the great bowlers. But, um, you know, I, I thought to myself, well, he's got to bowl me. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that's my, that was my thinking. And, um, you know, fortunately, Superman and I had a great match, and I was able to come out on top. But um, I have the most, the most respect and admiration for him. He's just a, a you know, amazing bowler and been a friend for – for decades, so uh, mm-hmm. fortunate to get by that match, and uh, was excited. Obviously, uh, next match I had to bowl Danielle McEwen. Yep, and uh, that was hard. Yeah, but I had to compartmentalize. Listen, I don't know how many other chances I'm going to get a chance to do this, right? And we're playing straight. You have to play straight. She's one of the best bowlers on the planet. Playing straight. Fortunate to win in three again. Mm-hmm. Um, got excited at the, at the match, but listen, I I, I just. Uh, Split it and said, I got a bowl. Uh, I don't care who I'm bowling. I'm bowling, you know, another uh, opponent, female, male. It is what it is. And mm-hmm. uh, it's fortunate to win. Next match, I, I think I bowled um, Joe Paluzic, mm-hmm. uh, Joey Pants, good buddy of mine. Another great, another really good match play bowler mm-hmm. uh, going up the lane and uh, was able to get by him. Now, all of a sudden, you got to start thinking, hey, <laughs> there's only eight guys left. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I end up bowling um, – who did I bowl next? I pulled Ryan. Uh, was it Simonelli? No, no, no. I didn't bowl Simonelli. I, uh, I pulled I pull one next round. Gosh, I really don't remember. I do remember. But uh, any case, mm-hmm. it was a great match. And, um, you know, he was a good, good, great young kid. Why can't I remember? <laughs> it's going to bother me. I'm gonna, I'm, you're going to have to pause this, <laughs> pause this thing because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up. Uh, and uh, I, I need to know for my own self-worth because he's a good, good, great kid and a great bowler. Ryan Graywitz. Graywitz. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ryan Graywitz. I couldn't. Yep. Yeah. So what, a, what, a, what an amazing talent. And uh, always thought kid was a fantastic talent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then we, we had a battle and was able to come out on top on that one. So uh, now all of a sudden I got to bowl my lumberjack teammate, the Ryan Express. Mm-hmm. And 
what a match we had. You know, went down. Yeah. You know, I won the first game. Um, nip and tuck the second game. I left a couple solid nine pins, and you know, and, you know, I don't know if this is ever going to be the last game or not. And then uh, you know, I get to the next, the last game, and I have ball in hand, and I leave the two four eight ten in the ninth frame, and you know, everybody thinks it's over, and I, but I make it, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's over. But long story short, I lost it, and it was emotional for me because. I knew Tuesday I was going in for a pretty big surgery and yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was a moment that I'll never forget, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it showed me I could still win at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, could still make it to the dance and uh, without doing a lot of bowling. I was, I was quite, <clears throat> quite excited, you know, if, if, if healthy, you know, what, mm-hmm. what could happen. And, um, man, what a, what, what a good time. What a lot of fun. Yeah, lot of yeah fun. and so, I, I remember that whole event because I got – I, I subscribed to what was Extra Frame and is now Flow um, for the 2015 Masters because it was in Green Bay. Sure. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin, so yeah. a bunch of my buddies bowled it, and I'm just like, well, clearly I have to stick with this thing. And then I that was the that was the one thing that I remember when I was really in deep and watching so much stuff. Sure. And it's just um, – Well, it's, it's a, nice. Thanks for sure. It's a fond <laughs> memory for me as much – maybe not, not nearly as much as it is for you, but um, when you said yes to doing this interview, I was like, that's really freaking cool yeah. because – the other thing about um, what I think and then what I'm really curious about because, um, you know, 10-pin life is more than just about what it takes to win on the pro tour. Oh, yeah. There is an unbelievable number of other things that people do in the bowling industry. Um, you won the Dick Weber Award a couple of years ago, so you yeah. probably have a better insight on that. For those that don't know, that is, the I believe, the lifetime or global ambassador to yeah, like, the it, entire sport award, um, which is really, really cool. What I guess you know because you've you've seen the sport from pretty much every angle, right? Um, what I, I guess how do you explain you know like if you have to tell your story to somebody that you've never met? That's hard. Your- That's a great question. That's a tough one, but I got to be honest with you. But I mean, uh, you know, just to expand, hey Wolverine, there he is. Uh, sorry, sorry for the interruption there, Nick guys. Crummel for those. The, that are Nick Crummel, for you don't know, who's one of the favorites this week here at the Players Championship here in, in, in Wisconsin. Favorite, right? Like yeah. Darren Tang out in Vegas. Yeah, but um, yeah, you mentioned the Dick Weber Award, and um, you know it was the Ambassador of the Year Award from the bowling proprietors. At yeah. the, you know, and it's in front of all your, um, all of your peers and yeah. uh, the who's who in bowling. And anytime I think you get mentioned in Dick Weber's. Uh, uh, same breath, it, you, you know, you're obviously doing something right. Yeah. And um, Dick Weber was a fam- family friend of my, our, our families. My father uh, bowled on the tour in the late uh, 60s, early 70s, was friends with uh, Dick and Juanita, and uh, so was my mother. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, just, you know, he did things the right way, you know. Yeah. And, 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 and um, you know, I've always lived my life trying, you know, I want to do things the right way. I'm going to make mistakes along the way, but try to do, do, do the right thing. And if you do the right thing, you know, good things will happen to you. So I've always seen this sport as um, it's given me everything. It's given me my family. It's given me, you know, uh, I've seen, I think, five of the seven wonders of the world because of bowling, you know, and it's it's really been a lifelong uh, love affair with the sport. And uh, I try to convey that to, you know, anybody that's around me or mm-hmm. anybody that I come in contact with. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if it's Jason Belmonte or Joe Smith or or John, it doesn't matter. I, I treat everybody the same way. I treat them with respect. Treat them with dignity, and um, you know, good things will happen for you. And mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> excuse me, just the fact that uh, the proprietors and the peers thought that I was worthy of that uh, prestigious award is something that I will take with me always. Um, it's a it's an honor and a privilege to be mentioned in his name, and uh, hopefully, I can continue to carry that legacy. Uh, you know, of the ambassadors, and um, 
you know, do the right thing in the sport and just try to try to try to uh, you know make our sport better. And that's really what I've set out to do mm-hmm. since I started bowling internationally. And you've done it in a num- numerous number of ways. Um, do you have, in terms of improving the sport and just having that mentality, is there something that stands out as like the thing you prefer to do over other things, or is it just kind of the whole package? Or, I mean, listen, I'll be straight up honest here. There's no substitute when you're up there and you have to throw it for yourself. Yeah. Uh, the simple fact that I'm talking to you today and I'm going to be a bowler this weekend is a miracle in itself because mm-hmm. I've had 16, 15 surgeries since 2005, uh, and I'm battling two shoulder, two torn rotator cuffs, and a torn bicep tendon in my left arm. So. I have to have, I'm going to go with steroids for as long as I can go, the cortisones on my mm-hmm. shoulders. Mm-hmm. And once I get to a certain point, then I have to have both shoulders replaced. Yeah. So uh, the fact that I'm talking to you as a bowler this weekend is fun. I don't think there's any substitute for throwing a shot, uh, that the euphoria you get. But I'll be straight up honest with you as well. There's, there's also that euphoric feeling when, uh, you know, when we, the Lumberjacks were able to win that first title in Portland, um, you know, and have the fans come in and, and, and rush the – you know, rush the rush the uh, approach, and it just it was an amazing feeling. I, I walked out in front of 110,000 in bowl, in football, Penn State. You know, and there's nothing like that walking through the tunnel. But I can tell you, um, the feeling of winning that in Portland was was an amazing feeling, euphoric feeling, and um, you know, just 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 wonderful to see you get a group of guys meshed together on the same page, going for the same goal. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I enjoy, really enjoy, um, you know being involved with Bill and Barb Crispin mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, everybody at Storm, you know, uh, it's, been, it's been an amazing run and uh, hopefully c- can continue for many years after this. You know, Dave Sims, our president, does an amazing job, with, you know, with managing, you know, we have 250-plus employees, you know, and that doesn't count. That, you know, that doesn't count. That doesn't count, the, uh, you know, all the staff bowlers. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, it just shows you how much Bill and Barb really care about bowling and love bowling. And to be part of that is, is special. You know, and I was part of it. I remember the days when people didn't, you know, storm ball, they're laughing at me. Right. You know, nobody's laughing anymore Mm-mm. because, you know, we, we, you know we've, uh, we've had a lot of good, good, good people work hard. Uh, you know, I, I can name them all. You know, Hank Boomershine, you know, uh, you know Corbett Austin, you know, just, uh, Schlemmer, Steve Klompkin. You know, we've got the Holsenberg family does a great job uh, with all the youth stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. There's so many things, so many great people uh, at our company you know, that do, you know, do a wonderful job. And I'm part of the international team, and that, that means a great deal to me with um, Tyler Jensen, you know, has actually just had a big announcement. He's running the international division now, and Bill's going to try to preserve, you know, the historical concept and historical side of bowling because uh, that's his passion. And uh, just to work with Tyler and, uh, you know, our, our, our team is, uh, is a privilege, and, um, you know, I'm very lucky. So to pick one entity out of it, very you know, hard. <laughs> you know and, and then I, I didn't even get into the tour team, you know, right. working with Jimmy Callahan and Del Ballard all those years, and now, you know, Sean Ryan, who's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we have, every once in a while we get Lenny Borsch, who's, you know, local here, mm-hmm. comes in, helps the team, who's a wonderful bowler, and Doug Ken will come out and, you know, Steve, Steve Jacobs. We just got a great group of guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And just you know, to watch, be part of history, helping Belmo, you know, be on his team with 13 majors is something else. Since I since I, I was the one who got him on Storm staff when really? he was 16 years old, I, I I was one of myself and Andrew Frawley. We found him in Australia, and um, we're able to uh, you know travel together and, and spend a lot of time together. And I was instrumental in helping bridge that gap with the, the relationship with Storm. So, and you could see what he's done for the company as well. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> to, to, you know, to, back to your original question, it's hard to just say, hey, uh, this is one entity I really enjoy. Um, yeah. uh, I do know that I'm limited in competition because uh, I'm older and my body's. So I'm going to relish and, and enjoy the fact that 
at any time. You know, I'm, I, I, for me, I could, it could be my last ball. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to bowl, you know, as it's my, you know, this is, a, you know, with my life on the line and, yeah. you know, my, my, my uh, you know, with, with my heart in it. And I've lost, you know, and bowling has, and I've lost some really close people during this pandemic. Mm. Um, you know, I've lost a real good friend of Terry Leong uh, out of San Francisco, great doubles partner. Um, you know, obviously we just lost Mark Roth and, and Tita Semez and, you know, there's been some, you know, Harry Smith passed away this year and, uh, it's just some amazing people, uh, Jack Bialandolillo, you know, just amazing people. And then, uh, one guy that really hits home to me as well as a real great friend of mine was Thomas Landerson from Sweden. Mm. Um, yeah, I just saw that you posted something. About yeah, that I just posted day. a picture that it was sent to me, and it's inspired me to 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 to, to go out and and push and and really, really, really work hard. And got another friend, uh, you know, another great guy, that, you know, Antoine Jones out of uh, Bermuda. I worked with the Bermuda national team as well. So, um, you know, and he just passed passed away too from uh, you know long illness, and mm -hmm. it's it's emotional times, you know, yeah. but. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit of peace of all those people, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully I can uh, cha channel channel my best uh, efforts this weekend. Yeah. Speaking of shoeing up, how's the knee? Listen, the knee actually has been been, been, been a blessing. I've, I've worked really hard. Um, could try to control my weight and get – got to continue to get uh, even even leaner. But um, the knee is strong. Good. I feel good. The knee is, feels good. The shoulders are the problems. Yeah. It's the shoulders that, 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 I, that, I'm, uh, that I struggle with now. And um, – but uh, my heart's still the same. Mm -hmm. My my mind is probably better than it ever was when I when I used to bowl. Um, so uh, you know I've got to think my way through the lane a little sure. bit more. Sure. Um, you know, uh, obviously I don't have the physical gifts that I had pr prior. Um, you know, it's kind of like you know, I and mean, I'm not saying I'm Tiger Woods, but Tiger can't do what he used to do on a golf course, right? right. So he's got to think his way mm -hmm. around a golf course. So it's very similar. I, I don't have the power and and um, and uh, just raw uh, energy that I had pr prior. Mm -hmm. So I've got to be thinking my way and be a little bit more strategic, you know, when, when I'm competing this this week and subsequent weeks after this. Yeah, because no, I, I I'm bowling. I bowled a couple events on the senior tour, which was phenomenal experience and really enjoyed and had some good success out there. And good. Lost a major Tom, unfortunately. Tom Hess, I call him Major Tom because Tom, that's all he does is win majors. <laughs> you know, so when you see Tom, you know, and we're bowling a major this week, so he'll obviously, obviously yep. be in the hunt. That's but um, at that time, I didn't know if I was going to bowl again because my shoulders were so bad. Sure. And uh, we've come up with a plan, and we're just going to go with uh, modern medicine and uh, try to avoid getting cut and go as long as we can go. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I guess the last thing that um, I. How do I put this the right way? <coughs> so you've done, you you've done just about everything. What's left? There's a couple things that I you know that I that, that I haven't been able to been fortunate enough to do. I you got to remember when I was in my prime, I didn't bowl on the PBA national tour. Right. I bowled out. Hey, there's Zach Weidman. He finished second in last I'm year. I'm sitting down with Zach at there, some point yeah, later today. We got all we got, we got all the great <laughs> all the greats bowling by Eugene McCune coming by, senior player of the year, superstar stud. All kinds of people are walking by, but it's hard to concentrate on the questions. Um, I'll tell you what's left. I, uh, I'd like to, you know, the, I haven't um, won an ABC Eagle, you know, US, sorry, USBC Eagle. Yep. Um, I'd like to win one of those. I didn't bowl a lot of those events. Mm -hmm. uh, also, when I was doing my bowling, I also um, didn't bowl a lot of national PBA events. And, you know, I think I can, I, I've got multiple wins left in me. I do believe that. I've got this is the most confidence I've had since probably 09 when I won the big Sam Ho Cup over mm. in, in, in Korea, which was a PBA, KPBA 
major and a Japanese PBA major. Mm-hmm. So I've got major, you know, but the PBA didn't want to recognize it, which is, is what it is. They have retroactively, though. Some of, some, of, some of the events they yeah. have, but I don't yeah. know if they, not, not that one for a national title, which is, you know, that's okay. I'll go out and, you know, just, let's just win this one. Let's go out and try our Yeah, listen, I, I'm, I'm not here to make up the numbers. Right. I, don't ex- I anticipate to be in the hunt. Yeah. Um, my preparation is, is for that reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know we're both, you know, if I look, I think we've got probably one of the strongest regions. Yeah. You know, we've got, yeah. I think Tom said we had 12 PBA champions and seven major champions mm-hmm. in the field. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel confident, uh, you know, and I'm uh, looking forward to the opportunity to bowl. Um, uh, and meanwhile, I'm still working my day job, which is, you know, European sales manager at Storm. So still overseeing Europe and our great partners and our great customers over there too. So I'll continue to juggle a bunch of different hats. And, but uh, this weekend when the lights go on, I'll, I'll be yeah. ready. I'm excited for you, Tim. I, 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 when I saw that you were on the roster, I, you were literally the first person. I was like, I have to talk to Tim. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to figure it out because it's been a journey. Actually, I read the article the other day um, from when you when you ended up bowling the the open, but you were you did it with a one step approach. You still ended up shooting 1980 something. Yeah, I did. They like, shot 760 singles. It was crazy. That's insane. Yeah, so. I guess, I guess I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, I got to get ready. I got all the time in the world. I told you I was going to make this easy for you. I'm going to go. I, I talk a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all good. I'm actually going to go steal Andrew, too, because I want to catch him before practice. But thank you very much for hanging out. Um, and like I said, I'm going to be here all week, too. So hopefully you're. Hopefully I get a chance to see you and we get a chance to sit yeah. down again and. going to lead get, some blocks. I'll do yeah, some interviews. Yeah, hopefully do a good interview on uh, on some good bowling. I like Really it. appreciate your time and keep doing the great things for I, bowling. I will do that. Thanks, Thanks again for having me on. Thank you. Cheers.